righteous demands to stand firmly in your place. Stand therefore, hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth about your loins, having put on the breastplate of integrity and of moral rectitude and right standing with God, and having shod your feet in preparation to face the enemy with the firm-footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced by the good news, the gospel of peace. Lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword that the spirit wields, which is the word of God. So you can see there in that, this chapter there's a great emphasis on the little word, stand. Mm -hmm. And he's speaking obviously in this chapter that we have an adversary, which is the devil. I know we've been uh, looking in Revelation, haven't we? we? We noticed in the seven churches of Revelation how much influence there was of Satan, the synagogue of Satan, the throne of Satan. It was quite evident in Revelation the presence of the devil and the adversary. I was listening to Truth for Today uh, and a brother who was talking about Ephesians chapter 6. And he spoke of a story, which story which touched me greatly. And he, he spoke of the story of the soldiers who entered into a village and totally ransacked the village and the church. And they pushed out all into the, the village area, all the people in that village, and lined them all up in a line. And they brought out a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they threw the picture of the Lord Jesus Christ down into the dust before this line of people. They then requested, or not requested, they were told, you all need to come forward. If you come forward and spit upon this picture, you can go home. Now in that line there was the mayor who was at the beginning. There was a little girl towards the end. To her left were her mother and father. On the other side were her younger brothers and sisters. The mayor thought, right, I've got to protect these people. So he went forward first and he spat upon the picture and he went home. And one by one, they all started doing exactly the same. Till he came to this little girl. Mm -hmm. This little girl walked up to the picture, she kneeled down. She wiped all the spit off the picture. Yeah. And then she stood up and she said the words, I love you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And immediately the soldier shot her. She was standing for Christ. Mm -hmm. Standing for Christ. Mm -hmm. All the rest walking away. And sometimes we've got lots of Christians in this world who are standing for the Lord Jesus Christ and standing for him with the adversary against them and persecution against them. Mm -hmm. They're giving their lives for Christ. Mm -hmm. Their lives for Christ. It always impresses me in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35, it says, Others were tortured 
-hmm. not accepting deliverance. And what that means is they were told, deny the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, we let you go. That's all they have to do. Deny his name, and you can go. It says they were tortured and didn't accept deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Mm -hmm. Some had trials of cruel mockings, scourgings, bonds, imprisonments. Mm -hmm. Some were sawn asunder. Some were slain with a sword. Mm -hmm. That's a massive cost, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To the children of God who are seeking to stand firm for the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Now, no, the only thing I objected to the story was the, the picture, because I've got to think about pictures of Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in my experience as a young Christian, I had a picture on the wall, I remember telling you this, I had a picture on the wall, the sacred heart of Jesus, yes? Mm -hmm. You all seen that picture? <laughs> and the Lord gave me a terrible nightmare about that picture. It was so bad, I was on my knees and praying, and I immediately took down the picture, and it was gone. Mm -hmm. And I've never forgot that to this day. But it's the principle of that story, yeah. which is touching, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Little girls standing up yeah. for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Now, Paul says, finally, my, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, what does that tell you about us? It tells you, in ourselves, we are weak. In ourselves, we're extremely dependent upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. We should keep that sense of weakness. Because keeping that sense of weakness will keep us in close touch with the Lord. Because mm -hmm. we need that, yes. We talked about Paul in, in Brian's prayer. He said, I gloried in my infirmities. Yeah. Why did he glory in his infirmities? Mm -hmm. For one reason, they kept him close, leading mm -hmm. for the Lord. Mm -hmm. When the day comes, we think we can do this for ourselves. I can do this. You're in danger when you think mm -hmm. that. Yes, you can't. Jesus says, without me, you can do nothing. Be strong mm -hmm. in the Lord. That strength and mighty power of the Lord is available to us, mm -hmm. along with the precious armour that he has provided. Mm -hmm. And I always think of Isaiah 40, when I'm thinking about being strong, where it says he gives power to the faint, yeah. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Mm -hmm. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm -hmm. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Mm -hmm. And there's a lovely verse in Psalm 71, verse 3, where the psalmist says, Be thou my strong habitation, mm -hmm. where I may continually resort. Mm -hmm. We must continually resort mm -hmm. to our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We must be in communion with Him, mm -hmm. the Father, Son, through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That is vital in our Christian experience. Put on the whole armor. You can't just put part of it on. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. You've got to put the whole of each one. The Bible talks about the armor of righteousness in Romans. The armor of light. But here is the full armor. Panoply of God, the full armor. And we've all got the experience of Roman soldiers, yes, we've seen them, haven't we? How they, they have this armor, they have the helmet, they have the breastplate, they have the, the loins girt with the belt. And the sword would hang on the belt, sometimes the tiger would hang on the belt. They had the shoes, which were hobnailed, by the way, the shoes, so they wouldn't slide, stable feet, steady feet. And we've seen that picture, haven't we? And we'll talk about the shield of faith later, but I thought of a, a beautiful thing as well. When you, these Romans used to do what they call the turtle, Right, but they have these big shields about this high, massive shields. Um, that was usually a defensive weapon. They could use it as an offensive weapon because they could push with it. And the interesting thing I realise is they all held their sword in the right hand. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what happens if they're left-handed? <laughs> they have the sword in the right hand. And you know why? So they're all lined up. If they had the sword in the left hand, they're more likely to stab one another. <laughs> So that their sword was always in the right hand. They wouldn't stab each other. But the turtle was if loads of arrows, firing arrows are coming down, flaming arrows, they would do the turtle. Mm. The shields would go up and go right over the top. So they're completely encompassed by these shields. And I thought about that in my mind and the, and the thought came to me, you know, the shields faith, not just the shield of faith to have the shields of faith. And I think sometimes when Christians go through persecution, you know, that's when they come closer together to each other. They need each other even more, don't they? And I liken that to this wonderful shield that the Romans had. Protective shields. You know, in other words, corporate shields of faith encouraging each other in their faith. And I thought that's a beautiful example of that. Mm -hmm. So put on the whole armour of God that we are able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And the devil does have his wiles. He has power as well, but he, the wiles are his deceits. And we have to be aware of our enemy. Know your enemy. Mm -hmm. It's very important for I don't hear many people speaking about the devil because it's not a very nice subject to talk about, is it? <laughs> uh, but really, sometimes we need to emphasize that in the Word of God that this is your adversary. Be aware of what you can do. And then this verse 12, I, I think is one of the most scariest verses in the Bible. <laughs> when you read this as a young Christian, you think, what? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's the enemy. Mm -hmm. Isn't that scary? <laughs> How can we resist that? We are being strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And you notice they're in high places. Mm -hmm. But what we get from the book of Ephesians we are also in 
high places. And it says this in chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. So we're blessed in the heavenly places in Christ. The devil can't touch us there, yes? He can't take away our salvation. And then in verse 19 and 20, that we might know what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards what? who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come our Lord Jesus Christ risen and glorified is in the heavenly places he is there. And we're there. Chapter 2, verse 6. He has raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? That's our security. Our blessings. In contrast with this enemy. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And really it's been an evil day since Jesus Christ was crucified and rejected. And then it's an evil day. And sometimes the, the Bible talks about seasons. Yes. Remember the devil came to Christ mm -hmm. tempting. And he failed in his outcome. But he said then he left him for a season. Mm -hmm. He will come back later on he's left him for a season. And there's times when it's the seasons of when we're under great pressure. Mm -hmm. And things are all going wrong. And you can feel them under pressure and that sort of thing happens. Mm -hmm. You've got to withstand it. So you stand with your loins girt about with truth. This is the belt of truth. We need the truth. Yes, this is the truth. The whole word of God is the truth. This is what we need. And we're going to know this Bible from front to back. Because it's our weapon, isn't it? The sword of the Spirit is the word of God. If you don't know the word of God, you can't wield the sword of the Spirit. You'd be ignorant of it. And in prayer, I was talking about how wonderful the Word of God is. It gives us instruction, doesn't it? Yeah. Gives us guidance. Good guidance. Good advice. Gives us wisdom. Gives us courage. Gives us comfort. Mm -hmm. Cleanses us with the washing of the water of the Word. Strengthens our faith. And gives us the truth. That strengthens our faith, doesn't it? The truth of the word of God is saved. <clears throat> and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now God sees us, doesn't he? He sees us in the righteous work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. And we have the righteousness of Christ. 
which also means practical righteousness. So if your life is morally wrong, or you've got a conscience about something, you haven't got the breastplate on, yes, you're in danger of the devil getting in and taking advantage of that. So we must be practically righteous Christians. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Firm stability. And that speaks of the gospel, doesn't it? Readiness, preparedness in the gospel of peace. The helmet of salvation. The helmet protects the head, doesn't it? The mind. The devil can attack the mind, can't he? Same thing as like, what type of Christian are you? Are you genuine? Am I genuine? You get those thoughts in your mind. Am I really a Christian? Am I really trusting in the Lord? Yeah. All these are fiery darts that is coming to you. Because the devil's aim is to discourage Christians, to separate Christians, to stop you reading the word of God. I'd love that. I'd stop doing that. Mm -hmm. It's all about the mind. And it's the hope of salvation. Mm -hmm. So do you ever question, in all honesty, if you think so, do you ever question yourself, am I saved? Mm -hmm. Even if you've known the Lord for many, many years. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Mm -hmm. You need the helmet of salvation. Yes. What the Lord says, the promise mm -hmm. of your eternal salvation. Okay. take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God so that's the only offensive weapon mm -hmm. Jesus used that sword very well didn't he? Mm -hmm. remember the temptation then in the wilderness how do you reply to the devil it is written mm -hmm. it is written it is written mm -hmm. and the devil even quoted the bible to him mm -hmm. in one of the Psalms didn't he? he quoted the bible he missed out one thing yeah. in all thy ways. So you misquoted the Bible to me. God said, it is real. Remember the devil is an angel of light as well. And also the father of lies. He's the accuser of the brethren. He likes to accuse you. So use the word of God. And then pray. We all need through all the circumstances of life. We need prayer. I'm just going to read you some verses from Psalm 42. See if you can link yourself to any of this type of feeling. I know I've been there in these Psalms. Psalm 42. It's the Psalm of the Sons of Korah. And verse 5 says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? This is the enemy attacking your mind and your heart. Why am I cast down? Why am I disquieted? Hope thou in God. 
for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. And he says, Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me, therefore I will remember thee. Have you had feelings like that? Yes. Hope thou in God. And verse 11 says it again. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquiet within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance. You see the difference there? The health of his countenance and the health of my countenance. That's like restoration, isn't it? Yeah, you can identify with these sorts of things, this feeling, this is when the enemy is taking advantage. So pray with all prayer and supplication. Supplication is a specific need, isn't it? And when we pray, we should be praying specifically. Mm -hmm. yes. We need intelligence when we pray, don't we? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we need that intelligence what to pray for and pray specifically for that. And then look for the answer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm not good at that. And look for the answer. With all perseverance and supplication for all sins. So we need prayer. We are dependent upon the Lord. So, things we need to learn, isn't it? Dependence upon the Lord. Don't think you can go it alone. Always be dependent on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good if you feel weak. Because mm -hmm. then you rely on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, you can do a great job. You can be up here preaching and you're thinking that went really well. And, <laughs> and I've had a great time in that. Mm -hmm. You go home rejoicing and the next day, bam. Because you're up here, you're related, and then something just comes down and knocks you down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of Joshua. Remember Joshua? In the battle of Jericho, they rejoiced in that. Mm -hmm. Great, magnificent victory. Mm -hmm. And what did they do? Ah, you don't need the whole army to go to AI, we just descend 3,000. Three, three That'll do. It's only a little one. So off they went to Ai, and what happened to Ai? They lost the battle, and they were put to flight. And where was Joshua? He was flat on his face. Yes. He couldn't understand it. All this courage he had one moment, all this rejoicing he had, he's now flat on his face, saying, "War is me. You know, we're all finished. We're all going to perish, etc., etc." What did the Lord say to him? Get up. <laughs> so he told him, to get up. <laughs> sort the problem out. This is the problem. Go fix that problem. Then go back to the Great victory and he's flat on his face in no short space of time. So we have to be careful that when we well. It's dependence, it's humility, it's knowing our weakness. Mm -hmm. Because we're in this spiritual country. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm going to read uh, 
following that I bought the little flock 2421 with this because it's quite good in relation to what we've been talking about. Sing aloud to God our strength. He has brought us hitherto. He will bring us home at length. This the Lord our God will do. Doubt not, for his word is stable. Fear not, for his arm is able. Sing aloud to God our strength. Sing with wonder of his love. Who can tell its breadth or length? Who below or who above? Who its depth and height can measure? Tis a rich and bounded treasure. Sing aloud to God our strength. He is with us where we go. Fear we not the journey length. Fear we not the mighty foe. All our foes shall be defeated and our journey safe, complete. Amen. I'm just going to say one more thing about the Holy Spirit. It's been mentioned the Holy Spirit in the prayer. And isn't this a wonderful comfort that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling? Don't we find that comfort in the light of the enemy that we face against? Can't get any than that, can you? The Holy Spirit within us. And there's one verse which says this. In Ephesians again, chapter 3, verse 16. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. The Spirit gives us strength. What a comfort, isn't it? That's why it's called the comfort. He's here to keep us to the Lord of glory, which is the helmet of salvation, the hope of our salvation, the coming of the Lord. Keep your eyes on that, just the coming of the Lord. Our Father, we do. All indeed, thank you for our personal salvation. We thank you for the day we came to the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks that we are still following the Lord Jesus Christ to this day by thy grace and thy mercy. We thank you that has given us this shield of faith, the shield that we may completely trust thee. And depend upon thy loving kindness and grace and mercy yeah. to us. And we pray we can use that shield of faith mm -hmm. to encourage and bless. Thank thee for the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know that we need to keep close to thee, Lord Jesus. Yeah. And we know sometimes we don't always do that. Yeah. And encourage us always to stay close and dependent and be aware of our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And encourage us and give us that strength that we need yeah. to continue on yeah. till thou shalt come. Yeah, man. In thy precious name. Amen. Yeah,
Não, muito fogo, você vai dar tiro. Ah, não, não quero ser. 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 Não, não quero 